have compassion with yourself and know that on the other side of this, it's going to be so worth it because we're going to have this little human that is all ours. And that's like so special and such a freaking miracle. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I am really looking forward to getting into this episode today. We're going to be talking about navigating pregnancy as a highly sensitive person. And I was hesitant to ever record this episode because I am fully aware that it's not going to be for everyone because it's just it's just not, right? Like some people are not pregnant, not going to get pregnant, or that's a way thing in the past. And so I was like, "Uh, does anyone really want to hear me talk about this? But I've gotten several messages from people on Instagram asking me to do an episode about this. And it's also kind of fun for me to be able to reflect on my journey through pregnancy as a highly sensitive person, because it's been really interesting and eye-opening and... There's just a lot. So if this episode is for you, it's for you. (laughs) And I'm excited to share my experience. So as I record this episode, it is May 4th and my due date is May 28th. And I know this episode is coming out at the end of May. So it'll be so interesting like to know if my baby will be here at the time of this episode coming out or if I'm still going to be pregnant. We shall see. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just going to kind of walk you through my experience and share what's been helpful for me, share some of my favorite books and things that I think are supportive for highly sensitive people navigating pregnancy. I found out I was pregnant in mid-September and I've always known I wanted to be a mom like my entire life. I've just like been always known that, right? Like I loved playing with dolls as a little girl. And like I would, my favorite thing to do was bring my baby doll over to my best friend's house in a real stroller. I used my old baby stroller for my doll. (laughs) And I just always loved to like nurturing and caring for my little dolls. And so it's never been a question in my mind that like one day I want to be a mom, but I was also like never in a huge rush to like make it happen right away. Like I I definitely just wanted to feel like I could enjoy my life and travel and do all of the things I wanted to do first before I took the big step to, to becoming a parent for the first time. So found out I was pregnant in mid-September and just to share, because this is like, this is a really important part of my journey. This 
is my second pregnancy. So I I had a miscarriage in July of 2021. So I had found out I was pregnant in June and I went, my husband and I were like so excited, like, oh my gosh, couldn't believe it. And uh, we went to the doctor for our eight week appointment and sadly had learned that the baby had not grown and there was no heartbeat and it was not a viable pregnancy. And it was really, really hard, really, really hard, really sad, like, Oh, one of the hardest things I've ever gone through, honestly. And so there was such a grieving period for me, for us, and it it forever changed my view of pregnancy, like, because it was always, like, I'll never look at it exactly the same. Because that happened, I know that, like, firsthand that it's very, it's a very, it's very much a blessing. It is a true blessing to to become pregnant and to carry a baby and to bring them into the world. Like, I just don't take that lightly at all. And so, yeah, that was part of my experience. And so the second time then seeing that positive pregnancy test in September, only a couple of months, you know, later, it was a mix of emotions. I was like, it was hard for me to be fully excited because I was like scared right? Like, it's like that very much a cautious excitement, like, okay, okay, can we trust that this is going to work out this time? Like, we're so excited, but like, I don't know. And so there was a ton of anxiety for me in those first, honestly, throughout the entire first trimester, I felt like I was always holding my breath and just like always hoping for the best. And I think this is common for a lot of people navigating pregnancy whether you've had a prior loss or not, like, I think, you know, feelings of anxiety and constantly Googling your symptoms and wondering, is this normal? Is this normal? Like, it's, it sounds like it's a very common experience, especially in the first trimester, because it's just, it's like, such a time where you're just kind of like, waiting and wondering and hoping for the best and hoping all is well. And so, That was really my experience throughout the first trimester was like being cautiously excited. And with each doctor appointment that went well, I I started to relax into the excitement a little bit more. It it felt like more and more reassurance with every positive appointment and every healthy test that came back. I was like, okay, wow, this is really happening. And let's talk about like the physical symptoms I felt during the first trimester because, oh my goodness, that was pretty rough. (laughs) Like, and I know everyone's experience is different for sure, but feeling pretty crappy is, is quite common in the first trimester, especially. And for me, I, I was fairly sick. I didn't have it as bad as other, you know, some people I knew, but I still was like pretty sick. Um, For instance, in the month of October, I think I was like, you know, eight to 10 weeks pregnant during that time frame. And I had three weddings that I had to travel for that month. And they were all very important weddings. One of them was my brother's wedding. One of them was my best friend's wedding, who I was one of her bridesmaids. And then the other wedding was my husband's best friend where he was like, he was a groomsman. So it was like, we literally had to go to these three weddings and we had to fly all over the country for them. And I was at the height of my morning sickness during this time, and it was rough. 
And so how I, I navigated this, because I know a lot of HSPs can feel like really triggered and overwhelmed when not feeling well, or at least I know that's the case for me, like, because as highly sensitive people, we tend to be very hyper aware of everything happening in our bodies. And so if something feels off, it can be like, it, it can be so easy to just like obsess over it and like focus on it and focus on it. And so, yeah, I was very sick. Um, and what really helped me during that tough time was I would always carry crackers in my purse because I found that if I had an empty stomach at all, having a little snack did wonders. Um, I also made sure to always eat first thing in the morning. And I was very gentle on myself with what I ate. I was not giving myself a hard time about it because honestly, I was like, anything that I can keep down and keep in my stomach is what I'm going to eat. And that's it. And so was I eating the most nutritiously? No, I joke around that I pretty much ate like tan and brown foods that entire first trimester. So it was like bread, potatoes, and yeah, that's like it. Bread and potatoes. Oh, and like pasta, carb, carb, carb. Like that is what I did. And so it was very much like an opportunity to have a lot of grace with myself because there were tons of hormonal changes happening in my body. I wasn't feeling well and, you know, there was anxiety. And so it's just a lot. Those are really tough weeks for a lot of people. And so, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're in the first trimester and you're feeling that like I am extending so much compassion to you, like be gentle with yourself and know that it will pass. The other thing that was like, a huge challenge for me in the first trimester was just being super, super tired. And I'm somebody who's very driven and likes to be busy and likes to do all of the things. And I just like, I love that. Like, I just love to be going and doing things. And so to feel so tired that I needed to sleep like 10 to 12 hours a night and I was just like, my brain felt like foggy and not sharp, like, and I had to be on the couch a lot. Like, that was very triggering for me. I'm not even going to lie. It was very triggering and very much like, oh my gosh, am I going to stay in this place forever? Like, I was terrified, honestly. And that might sound dramatic, but for me, that was one of the hardest parts because I was just like not feeling like myself. And I was scared that I would never feel like myself again. And thankfully, that shifted. It did not last forever. A lot of people, you know, will tell you once you hit the second trimester, you will feel a lot better. You'll have a burst of energy. And I do know that that's not the case for every person. So I don't want to like say like, oh, that'll for sure happen for you. But it did happen for me. Thank goodness. I felt like myself again in the second trimester. I started to just feel more connected to me again. But, you know, the interesting thing about pregnancy and, you know, if this is like your first child, like it is for me, it's you're going through such an identity shift. And that's like been really interesting to navigate. Like we're very comfortable with ourselves as a single human being. But who are we as a mom, as a parent? Like, what am I going to be like? Like, what's my life going to look like? How is it going to feel? And that unknown is is really is really interesting and it's a little scary and it, it's very ungrounding. And I remember feeling a lot of that in the second trimester of just kind of like a loss of identity and kind of wondering like, okay, what's like, what's this next season going to be like? And honestly, what I can say is we aren't going to know until we're there. Like I'm not even there yet. So I still, I don't know. 
But it's almost like we just need to surrender to that and just surrender to the unknown and and trust that, you know, this is part of our path for a reason. And and with any transition in life, there is going to be some discomfort and there's going to be that unsettled feeling and there is going to be all of the questions and the what ifs and all of that. And I what I have found most helpful is just to lean into the unknown and just kind of let myself ride that wave. So that's what I spent a lot of my time in the second trimester is like leaning into like, okay, like, I don't know what things are going to look like, but it's going to be okay. I'm going to figure it out. Um, Another thing that I find is very, very important is just having a ton of support, if possible, for yourself. So I knew right away when I got pregnant, I knew undoubtedly that I was going to hire a doula. I knew that it would be very helpful for me to have support at my birth and support postpartum. When people have talked to me about pregnancy and asked like what I'm most nervous about, for me personally, I'm not that nervous about the actual labor and delivery part. Like, you know, yeah, it's scary. Like, I know it's going to hurt, like all of that, but it's not really that huge of a fear for me. It's For me, my biggest fear has always been the postpartum period because I would hear so many stories from people like, oh my gosh, they had postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression and the lack of sleep was really hard. And for me as an HSP, like I'm super sensitive to sleep. I love having enough sleep and it's important for me to have time to myself and all of that. So I would be lying if I, you know, told you like, oh, I'm not nervous. Like I'm I'm still really nervous about all of that. I actually would say that's like been my, yeah, my biggest fear and thing I've thought about the most throughout all of this. And so I knew that hiring a doula that could support me, um, like I said, at the birth and also postpartum was going to be essential for me. And so that was something I researched and figured out early on in my second trimester. And honestly, you could wait till later in your pregnancy too to hire a doula. Like you you don't really start working with them until the the third trimester in most cases. And you can even just hire a postpartum doula as well. But anyway, that is something I figured out and it immediately made me feel calm. It immediately made me feel like, okay, I have support. Like if there is postpartum anxiety or depression or anything like that, like I have somebody here who is going to be able to help me. And I also recognize that not everyone is in the place to hire a doula and to spend the money on that. And one thing I will say, because I've been, you know, listened to a lot of podcasts about this and read a lot of books, is many experienced moms out there will say, like, you know, a lot of times we spend a lot of money on the most expensive baby gear and all of the fancy things that we really don't need. And a lot of times we don't spend our money on what actually matters, which is having support. So I would just say, I haven't been through this journey fully yet, but I would just say that it might be something important to consider because for us as HSPs, like knowing how sensitive we are, knowing how things impact us, like I think that often having, you know, more support available is is a really helpful thing to do. It's a really smart way to set ourselves up. And another thing that I've heard of people doing is actually like putting that on their baby registry. So like having a fund toward a doula on your baby registry is is something that people do. And so it's like just a nice way to set yourself up. Everyone is different and everyone is unique, but I just wanted to share that because 
for me personally, like knowing the amount of anxiety I've kind of had going into all of this, like it was a major relaxer for my nervous system to know like, okay, there's going to be someone here who has my back, who's, who's going to help me navigate through that. I also wanted to share a couple of books I've like loved during my pregnancy. So one of the books that has been just amazing, and if you're pregnant listening to this, I would encourage you to start reading this like, you know, mid to late second trimester or in your third trimester for sure. Um, My doula recommended me this book and it's called Transformed by Birth by Britta Bushnell. And it talks about approaching birth from like, it's really like a spiritual aspect and being really in tune with yourself throughout the entire process. And what I love about this book, too, is it doesn't push any certain agenda on you or say, like, oh, you have to give birth this way or this way. Like, the belief is that all birth is natural, whether you go into a hospital and get an epidural and, you know, all the medication or you do a home birth. It doesn't matter how you choose to um, birth your child. It's all natural. It's all beautiful. And I just found this book to be such a supportive tool and made me feel like really like, wow, this is such a important passage for for us to go through, like being pregnant and bringing a new life into the world. It just made me feel like, wow, this is a very sacred, special time. And I think it's really easy for all of us to feel caught up in like, oh my gosh, I need to get, you know, all these things for the nursery. And it's like overwhelming the amount of information out there. It's all important. Like, yes, we want to like have the right you know, have items for our baby and things like that, but also like preparing ourselves for this sacred experience and for, you know, how it will impact us mentally and emotionally and all of that. Like, I think as highly sensitive people, this is a very essential piece of the puzzle. And it's something that has made me enjoy my pregnancy more because I've just been able to kind of sink into the experience of it and and not be only focused on like all the you know all the things that you need to learn and buy and stuff like that but also just like being able to yeah just like be in the the full experience of it so that is something that has been really supportive for me personally and on that note too like again i guess i'm speaking a lot to first time moms out there but i just noticed that There's so much overwhelming information available and for highly sensitive people, this can be just like a lot and can make us feel like stuck and like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know where to begin and just feel super overwhelmed. And so I would just encourage you if you are feeling that way to like, you know, take a step back, take things one one step at a time and also just know that you get to make your own decisions and you get to decide what's right for you. Um, There's like going to be so many differing opinions out there of what's right and what's the best like bassinet and what's the best swaddle and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I think, yeah, like it's good to research things, but I just don't think it's that valuable to spend all of our time worrying about that and getting too caught up in that because at the end of the day, like we're bringing a new life in, we're we're transforming ourselves like it's going to be okay it's going to work out and I think it's actually more important to focus on your mental health and your mental well-being throughout all of this and like supporting yourself so I just have to say that because that was something I found and another thing too is like if any of you are on the pregnancy apps and there are the community like discussion boards like 
I don't know. I would go on those sometimes and sometimes it was helpful to like, you know, see if anyone had the same questions that I had and and understand like where other um, women were at and what they were experiencing. But also there was a lot of like heaviness and negativity there and it, it eventually would like drain my energy. So if you are going on those apps and like it's you're kind of noticing that it's making you feel like overwhelmed and like not good maybe just like don't do it. (laughs) Just take a step back. So that's another little tip I have from one HSP to another, like eh, just assess how, you know, how it makes you feel. Another book that I want to recommend, and this is another one that would be good to read in the third trimester for sure, because I'm just, I, I feel passionate about this in that it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of or enough talk about postpartum and I just hear over and over and over again how important it is to prepare ourselves for that. So the book, The Fourth Trimester, that is written by Kimberly Ann Johnson. That is a great book as well to read to know how to set yourself up for postpartum and like what to expect and all of that. So another book that I would totally encourage. So overall, the experience of pregnancy is I've learned so different for every person. So, so different. For me personally, I am one of those people who I kind of like it. It's I It hasn't been too hard on me. <laughs> the first trimester was tough. Like the headaches, the tiredness, the nausea. Oh my gosh, that was rough. Like uh, such an adjustment plus the anxiety. It was really, really hard. In the second trimester, I did start to feel better. I did start to get almost get more creativity. That was something that was pretty cool that happened for me. I And I've heard this from a lot of women where it almost is like your intuition is enhanced and you feel more creative and more inspired. And I like the idea of just like we have this little soul here with us in our bodies and we're almost getting like extra extra energy from them or extra like creative juices. You know, I just like to kind of view things in that way. And so I really felt that and I really leaned into that. But I want to say like everyone's experience is different. And so just knowing that whatever your experience is, and if it is hard for you, I have some friends where it was really, really hard for them. Have compassion with yourself and know that on the other side of this, it's going to be so worth it because we're going to have this little human that is all ours. And that's like so special and such a freaking miracle. And so I just, I know it's going to be different for every person. And this has just been my experience personally. Like I said, the anxiety pieces have kind of been the hardest part for me. The physical stuff, not too, too bad. Uh, I will say now in in the third trimester, as I record this, I am 36 and a half weeks. So I'm, you know, late in the pregnancy game over nine months pregnant now. And yeah, the the third trimester, like everyone tells you like, oh, you're going to be more sore. You're going to start to feel more tired. And in the first couple weeks, I was like, oh no, I've got this. I feel pretty good. Like no big deal. And then, whoa, I want to say like 34 weeks hit. And I started to just like have so much pain in my lower back. And it it's like really hard to get out of bed and get off the couch. And I've started to get some swelling now um, in the last week. And I had to like take my engagement ring off because I was like, crap, this is going to get stuck. And so there are all these physical changes. And that can again be something that's really triggering for a lot of other sensitive people out there because it's like, it's 
pretty triggering, at least for me, (laughs) to not feel well and to feel off and to just not feel like alert and energized and my best self. I can just feel like scared of, oh my gosh, am I going to feel normal again? And honestly, side note, I think this is sort of like a past trauma from chronic illness that I had in the past where I was like, constantly not feeling good. So if I have like a stretch of time where I don't feel well, it's like, oh no, am I ever going to feel better again? Um, So that's happened a bit in the third trimester, but each day is also a little bit different and it's a little unpredictable. Some days I feel like I got hit by, by a bus and I'm just like exhausted and super sore and then other days I feel okay. And so my best tip here is just like riding the waves and accepting as much as you can where you're at and also just being extremely gentle on yourself throughout all of this. Like you are growing another human. Like that is a ton of work. That your body is working so hard and doing such miraculous things and so it can be tempting to like push ourselves to just perform the way we normally do and like have the same expectations of ourselves and We really need to let that go and lean into being more gentle and just more loving with ourselves during this time and understanding that we are doing a lot. It might not feel like we're being productive on the outside, but inside, um, our bodies are very productive. They are doing some crazy stuff. So be compassionate with yourself. Ride the waves. Get support. That is my best advice for my fellow pregnant HSPs. I am so excited for you if you are on this journey or if you are planning to hopefully be on this journey too. It is it is a ride. It is a trip. It is amazing and special and crazy. And I'm honestly like really excited to soon be on the other side of this and start to navigate motherhood and like learn this whole new side of me. And it's Again, it's scary to lose my old identity, lose it, you know, so to speak, but it also feels so right. It feels like it's time. It feels like it's just a new level and a new expansion, and that's really, really exciting. So I'm sending you so much love. I hope you found this episode helpful, and I am wishing you well on your journey. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.